0: Welcome back to Considerations from the Country, from the Deeper Dive podcast. Today is Wednesday of the 30th week of Ordinary Time. Father Larry.
1: Okay, all right. So today we're going to meditate. I, you know, I didn't make this up, guys, but like the gospel and reading is so powerful and just, I would say, very pointed. And today it's the gospel of Luke, and the question asks, Lord, will only few people be saved? Reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Luke, Jesus passed through towns and villages teaching as he went making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered, strive to enter through the narrow gate for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then they will stand outside knocking, say, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to them, I do not know where you are from. And they will say, we ate and drank in your company and you ate taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers, and there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and the north and the south and recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some who are last will be first and some who are first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, brothers and sisters. Well, I think today, you know, the... I guess if you were to name this meditation is to be sober about salvation. And, uh, we, we see here very clearly that our Lord, uh, is asked a very important question about, you know, salvation. And, you know, essentially we all know or should know that at the end of our life, there's, there's two possible op- options, which is heaven and hell. And, um, our Lord, you know, makes, makes it very clear that hell is reality. and and there's these sobering words where, you know, he, he uses the word many, you know, and, uh, so I think it's first it's like to kind of discuss this. Now, this is highly a highly debated gospel, you know. And there's so many different interpretations of this, but like I think we have to be clear that our Lord is not he didn't like give a percentage or he didn't say, you know, you know, what that many means. Okay. But he does. I think we gotta be careful of like just kind of dumbing down the word many.
0: <laughs> this is I one think. of the ones where it's not It's everyone. It's not the rich
1: man. It's not, yeah, woe to fill in the blank. It's many, many. Yeah. And I, so I, I I had a curiosity. I remember Father Sam gave a homily back when I was at Sacred Heart, and apparently it just literally scared the hell of a lot of people. And he was looking at the church fathers and their their views on, you know, do more people go to heaven or hell? Now, I mean, we all hope, our hope is that, you know, most people go to heaven, but I, I think many of the gospels, And I think, uh, and even the teachings of many of the saints would say otherwise. So I'm just going to read some of the Latin fathers from the early church, all right? Um, St. Gregory said, Many attain to faith, but few to the heavenly kingdom. St. Anselm declares, There are few who are saved. St. Augustine states it more clearly, Therefore few are saved in comparison to those who are damned. And St. Jerome, he said at the end of his life in the presence of his disciples, he says, "Out of the one hundred thousand people whose lives have always been bad, you will find barely one who is worthy of indulgence." You know, so it it's kind of sobering. It's like, well, and and then there's all kinds of questions that come up. You know, it's like, well, if God is so good, then why would people be damned? And and I think we just we have to look at the response of Jesus Christ. And he says to him, basically, strive to enter through the narrow gate. And the word uh, "strive" in Greek is uh, it's, it's really a better translation in English would be agonize or wrestle into heaven. Like, you know, in a sense, it's like an agonizing struggle to get to heaven. Right. And he says, you know, this is that do anything possible to get to heaven. You know, it's what it. I mean, if it hurts, so be it, do it, you know? And I, I think that's maybe the perspective we have to have. is not so much, you know, like worrying about who goes and who doesn't go. It's like, we got to make sure we're on the narrow path. And we have to agonize and strive uh, to enter into the narrow gate. Uh, you got any kind of thoughts on that, Bill? Nope. That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, I was know sitting there. Just, they're just really, I mean, I've been thinking a lot. Well, maybe too much these last couple of weeks, you know, in prayer and meditation. But, like, you know, if you think about it, let, let's let's kind of think about this, like, logically in terms of, like, okay. I mean, I guess the question would be, and we have to also make this very self-referential. Is I mean we tend to look at everyone else and the rest of the world and uh, but let's just look at the world in general. Like if we were to look and say how many people are striving to be holy in the world today, like really striving for holiness, uh, to live bi- biblically, to live according to God's word, you know, and that means uh, forgiving our enemy, living chastity, um, you know, being honest with our with our dealings with others, with uh, you know, being generous, by being prayerful, all these things that come uh, that are given to us by God, which are great gifts. Uh, what percentage of people do you think are actually striving to live that way? I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, as it, I mean, there's a subject, there's a, you know, I mean, objectively are, are really doing this. And I hate to say it, I, I'd say few, you know, I mean, if you look at percentages, I, I mean, it's, I know it sounds sort of dour, but, you know, I mean, I, if you look at just you know just let's take Catholics for example, and and I think too is that you know our Lord makes it very clear in this Gospel. He said, "Well, we ate and drank with you," and I think that's also a reference to you know we were we were familiar with you. We went to mass, and we were you know we went to you know we were we're familiar with you. We we went to a, we have we were Catholic, and we did twelve years of Catholic education. You know, I was an altar boy when I was a kid. Uh, you know, these types of things that people say, but are they really? striving amidst their faith to actually live the faith, and I I don't know. Um, It just seems that not so many, you know, and we've talked about this in the past, is that, you know, I mean, uh, we see even today, I think this gospel is so very important today, because the amount of, you know, young people even getting married in the church has dropped dramatically. Um, You know, I mean, people's beliefs and uh, just, you know, some of, you know, you know, the fifth and sixth commandment, they just sort of, push it off as irrelevant. Um, you know, I think that there's a a tendency to people look at God as just sort of, you know, this nice guy up heaven who gives me things when I want, but there's no sort of like idea that, that Jesus had to die for me. And then I have to, you know, strive for holiness, you know, to agonize, to get to heaven. And, um, you know, look at the lives of the saints and most of them had, you know, I mean, they, they were very beautiful, but very painful lives. And, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's sobering, you know? So I I think today it's like maybe a couple of things to kind of think about, you know, I think item number one is, you know, um, I like the line, uh, you know, I heard it was from one of the saints that those who at least think of hell are the farthest away from it. And it's not that I think we as Catholics, you're listening to this podcast. I think you're, you know, serious about salvation. You're serious about holiness. Like you want to know about God. So, you know, consider yourself lucky, you know, and, and blessed are you that um, see what you see and hear what hear it hear what you hear, you know. And uh, are you, you saying know,
0: this pod listening to this podcast will get you to heaven, Father?
1: <laughs> I wish I could. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it could may, maybe help a little bit, you know. Uh, but I, I think you wouldn't be listening to this unless you really are trying to, uh, you know, seek holiness. But I think we have to kind of ask ourselves this question: Am I striving? Tension to heaven. I was you know? going to
0: say, every once in a while, is it good to kind of do it like a Catholic gut check, you know, because it's right. we, the tendency is to, yeah, feel pretty good about yourself. I go to Mass every weekend. I do a holy hour, if not daily, you know, once a week, whatever. And, right. um, you know, look at me.
1: Right. And yeah, exactly. It's, it, and not, and not, uh, yeah, it, it just sort of like, I'm okay, you're okay. That just doesn't work with this gospel. And, uh, and I think this, this striving has to continue until the day we die, you know, and, 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 and many, many saints have called, you know, um, the spiritual, like dour combat and it is.
0: So thinking about where you are, is it, you know, things like an examination of conscience at night, things like that, right. all these right. things to assist kind of, right. like I said, to ch- check yourself a little bit.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. And I think too, it's like, you know, it's just, I mean, I, I don't really worry about, you know, people that, you know they have a conscience i mean folks i mean people are gonna sin and that's not the point you know people are not going to be strong enough that's that's the i mean that's not the the issue is not like um if a person's a sinner it are they striving to receive the medicine that god gives them and the grace that god gives them it's like you know um i would say that many of the saints fell and they probably fell quite a bit you know before they achieved you know perfect holiness and but they were smart enough to like you know go to the father's house and receive absolution and confession, you know, and to receive, you know, the graces of, uh, of that. And I think that's another telling sign is like, you know, there's just not a lot of people that, that really strive to, I mean, even like rush to go to confession when there's, when there's, uh, a serious sin. I think it's something that a person has to kind of take seriously. Like this is something to really, to, 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 strive to agonize, you know, if, even if it's agonizing to <laughs> drive to church and ask a priest to go to confession, that it's totally worth the trip. Um, you know, I think that, you know, devotions of blessed mothers are incredibly important. And, you know, someone who's devoted to the Eucharist, I think all these things, you know, combine. I mean, there's, I, I don't think there's necessary, I mean, I think you shouldn't be so worried, but, but I think the bottom line is just to strive, right? And our Lord's very clear, you know, that, um, you know, many will try and, and, and few will enter it. But uh, I think, I think just look, I'm going to be one of the few, the proud, you know, and, and those that are, uh, striving for holiness. Uh, the other thing that came to me too, is I remember, uh, in the changes of the mass and we're in the consecration, right? Where I think it's the consecration of the precious blood where it says, um, what is, let me see if I can find that the actual prayer, but they, they changed the words, uh, where it used to be for all. And it would change it to the many that is shed for you. And for many as a person for you and for all remember that. And, um, So, and I remember looking this up and Edward Shree, Dr. Edward Shree, like had a commentary on this and he said that basically that not everyone accepts the graces that God gives on the Eucharist and many do, but many do not, you know, I think it's very telling. It's just like, you know, God wants all men to be saved. But the question is, is, are we going to respond to his graces and do whatever it takes to get there? And, um, and that's a very, it's a mysterious question because like, I think sometimes, I mean... I myself struggle with this at times is like, you know, we, we ask that question, okay, God, why are you letting this happen to me? And I think if God were to like appear and say, well, this is going to help. You
0: don't want to know the answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to know the answer. But like, if you were to say like, look, Larry, this is going to help you get to heaven quicker. You know, maybe that's a cool answer. Like, okay, fine. I mean, all right. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I'd like a different route, but you know, it's just creating agony. Well, okay. But Look at the words of scripture, like, you know, this is a sign of predilection, you know, like, you know, that, uh, you know, that we, if you're taking this seriously, I'm going to get you on the fast track to heaven or whatever, you know. And I think, I think it's a very, in some ways, in a strange way, I think this gospel could be very comforting to people that are really struggling to be holy and find it very difficult. I, I just think it's like, you know what, this is like actually good news. That if you find it very difficult and you're just struggling, you're agonizing, you're going to go to heaven.
0: Real quick, I mean, j- just to, just to, uh, <laughs> expand just a, just a little bit. I know you're short on time for something you said, the difference between the act of just receiving the Eucharist versus really receiving what comes from receiving the Eucharist. Right. I mean, you yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I think that's true with anything, you know, it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's, you know there is this you know a lot of i mean you know, grace is given to all people but the dispositions by which we receive are, are are vitally important and and i think where we have to kind of check ourselves is the disposition you know am i am i looking at you know these saving realities like the eucharist which is body and blood you know soul and divinity and you know you know over here you know they have this homeschool group and i was actually uh i taught them about the eucharist because i was just bored out of my mind and I, and uh, they want to do a 30 minute class of Eucharist it was great. And, um, now I was kind of encouraging them. I'm like, all right, kids, you know, you're here in this really beautiful campus, you know, with this little schoolhouse and St. Joseph's, you know, is right here. Probably the most beautiful church in St. Mary's city. Um, when's the last time you said hi to Jesus for two minutes during the school? And like the kids were like, almost like embarrassed, <laughs> you know, like, like I never thought about it. I'm like, well, imagine if your grandmother, you know, was, you know, like you went to your grandmother's house, you play in the backyard and you never said hi to her, you know, and it just dawned on the kids. Like I never looked at it that way. So, I mean, it just, I think the problem is, is like, we we're very blind to the supernatural in many ways. Cause life is just, just a way of, we, we put so much emphasis on this life, you know, and we, you know, we're just so worried about, you know, what we're to eat or what we're to wear. And, you know, and our Lord says, uh, you know, do not seek these things. The pagans seek these things. And We, I mean, and and we all. I mean, I do it too. I mean, I'm I'm worried about this life like anyone else, but our Lord is kind of, kind of challenging us in this particular gospel to kind of think of the life to come, which is actually eternal life. You know, so a lot, a lot to think about. So I think the the word you know to focus is you know not so much the many and the few, and although that is important, we have to look at what saints have said about this. But I think is, am I striving and am I agonizing to reach the goal, right? And It's this word has a sort of like, you know, it's like this physical challenge that's very difficult that is going to, that I've got to, you know, sort of, you know, lock horns with so that I can, you know, receive receive what God wants to give me, you know? So, all right, folks, well, listen, you know, once again, you know, just, uh, you know, maybe some some things to ponder is, you know, uh, maybe first and foremost, like what are some of the things I used to do that in my spiritual life that I'm not really striving to do anymore. And maybe just start there, you know, um, you know, am, am I, you know, am I a visitor to the sacrament reconciliation frequently? Um, do I take Sunday mass seriously, you know, and, um, you know, these types of things, do I try to go more often for more grace, you know, you know, where, where can I strive or, you know, just whatever it takes, you know, it's totally worth it. Our Lord would tell us. And, uh, and I think in other ways, our Lord is just saying, hey, you know, rather than worry about, you know, everyone else, kind of stay in your lane. And he says, you strive to enter into the narrow gate. Right? All right, folks. Well, <clears throat> hopefully tomorrow will be maybe a, a less, uh, you know, <laughs> we have two whammies in a row. And uh, let me actually take a, a glance at tomorrow. Tomorrow is Thursday, ordinary time. Oh, yeah. Armor of God. Woo. You know, uh, Ephesians 6. And we also have... Um, uh, um, yeah gospel pretty good I mean they're all good but uh, yeah I think we'll go with the spiritual, spiritual warfare and like what is the armor of God tomorrow okay and may, and may almighty God bless you all have a powerful day the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit amen strive for holiness